If you're a fan of the Sly Guy podcast and would like to get a little bit more slyness in your week, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy podcast, where there's actually more podcast related content per week than there is just via this regular podcast. That's right. Every Monday you get the extra Sly Guy podcast, which is an audio only podcast where I'm just chatting for half an hour every week in a more sly manner than I do in the regular podcast. And on top of that, you get the highly acclaimed guest episode every Friday. And this week's podcast is the live podcast recorded in the Strand Arts Centre with my guests Aaron Butler and Rory Woods. What a funny night that was. A funny, wild, gay old time. You know, a lot of people having a lot of fun. There were some drinks on board. There was some chitter chatter. There was some, it was just a lot of fun. And it's not going to be put online anywhere other than Patreon. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash Podcast for all that extra content. On top of that, you also get my stand-up special Pillow Talk recorded live last December in the Ulster Hall. It's over there as well. You can check that out. And there's going to be some more juicy content heading your way pretty soon. The Sly Guy Podcast is brought to you in association with Fat Bastard Burger. That's right. Gone are the skinny little patties of the past and in are big, fat, juicy burgers. And no one does better, big, fat, juicy burgers than Fat Bastard Burger. That's right. You can take my word for it if you wanted. I know a lot of you guys will trust me and will be like, listen, Dave, your word's enough. When it comes to grub, you know what you're on about. But not only am I telling you that they're the best burgers going, it's a fact because Fat Bastard Burger won the best burger at the NI Takeaway Awards 2022. So they're reigning supreme. They're the champions of delicious burgers, delicious Wagyu beef burgers, dressed with the most delicious sides, the most everything you want in a burger, Fat Bastard Burger, are giving you. And if it's not just beef you want, you can get some duck with the fat as fuck duck. You can also, if you want to go a little bit mm, chickeny and are crazy for cock, yum yum, you can have the crazy for cock chicken burger. Or if you want to be, you know, a little bit different altogether and you want to go for the vegan offer, they have the Dar burger as well. So they're catering for everybody with the biggest, fattest, juiciest, tastiest burgers that are going. So get on the Fat Bastard Burger and check them out. Check out their social media um, Instagram at Fat Bastard Burger, or you can check out them in person on the high street in Bangor. Tell them Davey sent you, get the Fat Bastard Burger, get the burgers, you will not regret it. Or if you want to order online, get the Fat Bastard Burger app wherever you get your apps. But Davey recommends Fat Bastard Burger. The Sly Guy podcast is always brought to you in association with Modest Beer, the number one most modest beer brand in the, not only the country but the world as well as being modest they are delicious i recommend them and you should too if you're at the live podcast you'd have seen me drinking many a tin of modest beer that night i had a lot of fun drinking it and you will too check them out on their socials at modest beer or visit the modest beer website at www.modestbeer.co.uk you will not be disappointed my brand new show, Bits and Pieces, is coming at you live from the Ulster Hall on Saturday, the 10th of September, 2022. That's right. We're not doing Friday this year. Forget about it. Forget about it. We're going to Saturday night, the main party night of the week in Belfast on the 10th of September. Tickets 
are available now via the Ulster Hall website, via Ticketmaster. Go on to my social media, Twitter, at the Dave Elliott. What a stupid handle. Why am I the Dave Elliott? There's loads of us. Or on Instagram, at Dave Elliott Comedy. Follow the links in the bio. Get your tickets now. Let's get this sold out. The last one was packed, but I want it sold out this time. And I want it sold out soon, so we don't have to keep plugging on and on about it. And you're going to be like, oh, fuck me. He's talking about this Ulster Hall show again. Hey, let's go. We're selling ticks. Sucking dicks and selling ticks. Let's go, guys. Bits and pieces at the Ulster Hall. Enjoy the podcast. I'm the slack guy. Hello and welcome to this week's audio only episode of the Sly Guy podcast with me, Dave Elliott. Now, guys, I just want to point out off the bat why we're doing an audio only episode. You're probably guessing um, that it, that it's because Ben's done something. You probably are going to go, Ben has, it's Ben's fault. And you know what? For once, I have to come out and say it isn't. It's not the snake rat's fault. It is. I mean, I was going. I was going to take. I was going to do an icon there, and I was going to take the blame, you know. But I'm not. I'm not going to take the blame because it's not my fault. It's it's China's fault. <laughs> it's China's fault because I have got COVID, which is not sweet. But such is life. The thought was, was that I was going to maybe try to record a video podcast in my dining room, but who wants to see that? So for this week, hopefully only this week, we pray it's only this week. It is a audio-only podcast. And, that, and that's the story. And I'm sorry for everyone that loves to look at my um, undoubtedly sexy mug on YouTube every week. Just take this opportunity to plug the YouTube, guys. If you want to go on over to YouTube and subscribe over there, the video podcast is up there every week apart from this week that I have COVID. And it's been such a pain in the neck. And literally just before I started recording here, I got the news that because of COVID, I am not able to do the filming production I'm supposed to be in next week. And I am beyond sad about that. I'm absolutely gutted. Um, it was a really good opportunity for me as a full-time guy and yeah I'm gutted you know I'm I am fully gutted about that and you know again it's hard to be positive when you get crap news like that but you know again we gotta look at it like it's happened there's nothing that can be done about it I'm a big believer that you don't cry over spilt milk you know unfortunately and like now did I cry about it maybe a little, maybe a little bit maybe there was a bit of emotion but it is what it is you gotta look at these things and go here if it wasn't meant to be, it wasn't meant to be, and you just got to move on. But I'm got it. I'm absolutely got it about that. Um, but I wish everybody involved the best of luck, and hopefully, at some point down the line, I'll be able to get on board. But for now, just got it. Um, and it's weird to just come straight off the back of that into a podcast with COVID. How does that feel? Because I'm sure um, if any of you were over on the Patreon and listened to the Extra Slag Eye podcast this week, I was waxing lyrical about how great the last week had been. You know, it had been such a good, fun week. We had been, uh, you know, flat out gigging. We had been to record. Uh, 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 I don't even know what, what we can, I don't even know if I can talk about it. We were recording something. We were recording something that I'd written with William Thompson, and it was a lot of fun to do. Really good fun week there. Then, I mean, to make matters even more bizarre, the week before we had the, we had the live podcast, which was another fun experience, but 
at the end of all that that happened last week, we had none other than Kevin Hart playing Lavery's Comedy Club. What? So I I was um so I did my live podcast on a Friday. It's course I like Craig David's song. Live podcast on a Friday, recording something on a Tuesday and a Wednesday. Then on a, the following Friday, Kevin Hart's playing Lavery's. And then I went to see him again on Saturday. And what, I mean, what a masterclass that man put on. If you want to know my full thoughts on the whole matter, check out the Patreon episode. I don't want to bore people with with the same the same story. All I will say is it was one of the coolest, most enjoyable experiences ever. You know, to see someone, you know, to see one of your best mates in his own club bringing on an A-lister like Kevin Hart doesn't get better than that. You know, that's what that's what we love to file that under things you love to see, you know, so that was great. And then after that, the the Sunday came because as I mean what's what you might notice here, this is the downside about recording not in the studio. Someone's cutting the grass, don't worry about it. But as would be on the Sunday, I was out with my family, we went to do some some national trust walking. We brought the dog, brought the kids. We're having a good time. We're out walking. It's all gravy, as the MC Romeo would say. And we're all out. And I was pushing. Now, this is a weird rule, which, again, I you know me. I'm a not, I'm an, I'm an NOFG. I'm a number one feminist guy. I'm a guy who wants total equality for men and women. You know that. You know I'm a father of daughters. I want nothing but opportunity for those girls growing up. Um, but my wife, she is very old school and very much believes that a man should do the most of the heavy lifting in a relationship. Now, I don't believe that. I believe she was split. She does. So whenever we were out in the National Trust, she was like, listen, can you push the baby up the hill in the pram? Because I don't like doing it. And I was like, but it's 2020. And she said, I don't give a fuck if it's 3047. I'm not pushing the pram up this hill. Now, at the time, I was like, well, you can't, it was you that decided to go to this route. You know, you were the one that said we should go up this steep hill. Now, her argument will be, well, there was a natural play area there for the, the children to play in. My argument would be, you're a problem, okay? So she said, you push up the hill. So I was pushing the baby up the hill in the pram, and I was feeling a little bit gassed. I was like, oh, no, am I just that out of shape that I'm gassed pushing a pram up a hill? Now, I don't know if you know this, but everyone everyone should be aware that listens to the podcast by now that I'm a hike beast. You know, the big man likes hiking. You put on his trail shoes and see you later. I can pound the streets. I can pound the hills. I can pound the bushes. I can pound the woods. I can. I just pound. Flat, I'm a pounder. I'm flat out pounding on my feet, in the street, in the bushes, wherever I need. And up mountains, I will hike. And usually I don't get tired. But pushing this pram up the hill, I was like, whew, am I maybe having a heart attack? That was my Am I maybe having a heart attack? Again, not to be one that, that is overdramatic. Not to be one that goes zero to 100. My first thought is, hmm, am I having a heart attack? I'm pushing a pram up the hill. I'm struggling with my breathing a bit. Am I having a heart attack? And like anybody that does have heart, I just plowed on. I just powered on through. And like I'm one of these people that if I do feel like I'm having a heart attack, I feel like I need to be more intense, which might like, you know, just cause the heart to pump more blood, which will burst through whatever's causing the heart attack. 
probably stupid, but that would be my thought. So I just kept powering up the hill. And then when I got to the top, I was like, I am a little bit breathy here. I was like, oh, it's taking me a minute to recover. And you know why you don't want to seem unfit or like you're having a heart attack in front of your family and friends? So I was kind of like, got to get to the top. Like, trying not to talk to my wife. And she's like, are you in a mood with me? And I was like, no, but still not speaking. Because So I was like, listen, don't worry about it. That's all good. Then once we were walking back again, I was fine. Now, when I got back to the car, I was a little bit more sweaty than usual. Now, I am a bit of a sweat guy. I do perspire. You know, I am an intense person. I like to be sweaty. It's what happens. So I didn't think much, much of it. Then got back to the house, went about my day, felt all right. You know, didn't worry too much about what was going on. Felt pretty good. That was fine. Until the girls went to bed. I put the kids to bed about seven at night and then whenever I would put my older one to bed Holly about half seven I was just in the room with her reading her a bedtime story and then after the bedtime story she was like this is what's quite funny because she's four she was like here dad do I just chat for a bit <laughs> now that's funny to say out loud because that's literally what she does to me that's normal because sometimes she'll just want to have a chat normally it's about Santa and Christmas normally that's the go-to and normally when she says she wants to chat you don't want to be sly and be like no I want to go downstairs and watch Top Boy with your wife or with your mum not your wife my wife I want to go down and watch Top Boy but listen if you want to chat I'll chat because I don't want to be sly to you because you're only a kid so I said to her yes let's chat and we just chatted for a bit and as I was chatting I was like I'm getting really really tired here and like you know when you just get comfy and you're like sitting in the comf and you're just in that comfortable moment you're like you know what I actually don't feel like I want to go downstairs it got to the point where where my wife was like are you coming down here or not and I was kind of like to a greater or lesser extent I don't know the answer here but in my head I was like yeah I'll be back down so then once we finished having a chat I got up out of her bed and made my way into the hall and I just in that moment was like you know what I'm not going back downstairs I am going to bed at like half seven at night so I shouted down listen I'm tired I'm going to bed now I put the fact that I was tired down to this is very much how my body works if I have a lot of stuff on like a lot of work I had a lot you know a lot of gigs a lot of work seeing Kevin Hart twice having a lot of fun a lot for a week a busy week so for me it was like you know I'll just go till I've burnt out the candle at both ends and then I'll sleep and that was it so I went to bed and my first thought was if I go to bed early I'll be able to get up early and there is nothing in this life I love more than getting up before my wife and kids and taking the dog for a walk when the weather's nice that is is it see if I die that's how I want to spend my days in heaven getting up before the wife and kids are up and walk the dog you know listen to some Bill Withers you know, have a lovely day, just in the sun, enjoying life. Now, that was all good. I was going to do a Dog Walks for Davey podcast. But whenever I got out of the house, I was like, my throat's a little bit sore. And I'm normally what many people would refer to as a master of ying. Like, I can I can cough up. If you need a cough, you listen, I'll produce it. But I could not clear my throat. And it was sore and it was annoying and I couldn't clear it. And I went for a pretty big walk with the dog, which, to be fair, if you've got full COVID, which I discovered that I do have, um... That's impressive fitness. You know what I'm saying? I just pounded on down, hit the beach, left the house, went down to the beach, walked the dog along up here, and right back up, up up a pretty steep hill because I'm a hike beast. It is what it is. And when I got home, I felt a little bit, um, I felt a little bit better. 
you know. No, I didn't feel a little bit better. I'm sorry. What's happened there is I've got a message that's important that I've just sort of distracted myself. I felt a little bit sniffly and shit. So I thought just on the off chance, I'll do a wee, a wee COVID test. And I got home, did the COVID test. Bingo, straight away, I've got COVID. Now, of course, the boy that cried wolf, I shouted out to my wife, like, here, I've, I've got COVID here. And she went, no, you don't. I went, no, I swear to She's like, but you've pretended you've COVID before. You've actually gone to the point of drawing on a COVID test with a colouring pencil to pretend to me that you and I was like, no, legitimately now it's testing positive. So bingo, I had COVID and um I'm just sort of isolating here in the gaff until until I'm better, you know? And to be fair, it's annoying because yesterday was the worst day of all. I, I went and went to bed. I woke up um in the morning and I felt freezing. I thought maybe my, what my wife had done is just pushed the duvet off me and left me just in nothing but a pair of pants freezing my bollocks off, which, to be fair, would be very light. Like, that would be something she would do because she's sly like that. And then I was like, oh, no, I've got real bad kidney chills because I've just had no duvet on me all night. And obviously it would transpire to be just aches with COVID because that's kind of how it feels. It's very much like the flu in terms of how I have felt with it. It just feels like I have a mild flu. I've got a headache. I'm snotty, my throat's not too bad, my breathing's fine, um, and I just have aches all over my body. So I'm like an old man walking about the house every time I get up from a seat. I'm like, oh, <sighs> and that's kind of, you know, where we're at now. But here we are, you know, dealing with it, trying to trying to power through the best, the best we can. And I mean, I think it's one of those things, wasn't it? It's like. Like COVID, COVID is like Michael Myers. You know, it'll get you in the end. Eventually, it'll get you. And it got me. And it's just the bollocks to miss work. You know, that's the biggest thing that that I that I'm gutted about. But you know, I'm one of these guys that I'm really trying to teach myself that. You know, it's like when you when you miss out in a house, when you're trying to like buy a house or you get rent a house or you're bidding on a house. And it misses you. You're so gutted. That's the most gutted I've ever been in my life, I think, for like something material, you know, was to be like when I missed out in a house. I was so gutted. Um, but then I got another house, you know what I'm saying? And I'm a big believer in the old saying, what's, I think, and I'll get this wrong, what's for you won't pass you by. So, you know, hopefully down the line we'll get something sorted. It'll be okay. But, you know, COVID has kind of shafted me this week and now I'm just stuck in the house with the dog, which is so sly because he needs to be walked. So I'm just going to finish this and I'm going to go in the garden. And I'm just going to play with him in the garden, throw like, I don't say throw dolls about for him, but I don't know if that's um, if that's appropriate. Now he's coming to see me. This is great. This is the one thing I, you know, see if people were like, what's your, what's the favorite time in your life for doing podcasts? It's when I'm doing a podcast with a dog. You know, I love having a dog with me when I do a podcast. And I think like, Looking back on my old um, mascot, Mr. Charlie, he used to just sit in this exact room with me when it was a nice like sp- spring day, the sun was shining, the weather was good and life was happy. And this is what's happening with the big dog. He's just over here now, you know, just just like he, his head's on my, on my lap and I'm just like happy to see you. Aren't I happy to see you, big mug? Yeah. I've also roasted a chicken there too, which is living the life. So he's going to have some roast chicken pretty soon, which he loves. And then we'll have a nice time. We'll go play in the garden. Go play in the garden. Yeah. God love him. Like, he's got it. He's, so, he's such like, 
it's weird. See, when you have a big dog, you don't realize how much exercise the jerks need. Like this guy is like a teenage guy. He's just like so antsy now because he's not as exercise. Honestly, he's jumping up on me. That's that's where we draw the line. Don't eat the microphone, please. Um, but yeah, he knows, and I'm and I'm, I'm gutted that I haven't been able to take him out. But so let's hope that I'll be clear in a few days and I can get out. Um, in terms of like trying to, um isolate but be positive um what are you doing he's actually now nuzzling on the other side um so what i'm going to try to do is like bring my exercise bike out to the back garden and just cycle for half an hour because i may as well like benefit from being sick and being like constantly sweaty i'm just going to go and just exercise and try and sweat whatever this is out of me and try and you know sweat some fat out of me and just try to get better and that's kind of the plan because it's definitely come at a time that didn't suit. I made a joke on my uh, Patreon podcast. I was like, this COVID has come at the best time for me. It's a week in between work. It'll be fine. And then, no, it's not. So I sort of scudded myself there and I'm gutted. But look, we shall move on. We shall hope for the best and hopefully, you know, more work will come along. Otherwise, I'll never, or I'll just never work again. That could be it. That could be the start of it. And just go back to the day job. There's an option too. But we look to the positives here. We're moving forward and it is all good. Speaking of all good, the live podcast was such a bit of crack that, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And everybody who was there, thank you. I think I might have spoken about it last week, but I've just watched back the footage this week and it was a lot of fun. You don't realize when you're there on stage how much a live podcast can be fun. But it was a lot of fun and already we're looking at potentially doing another live podcast in and around the summer sometime. So keep a wee eye for that. Let's get in on the experience. And you guys have been legends. You know, you've been legends this week. I've got COVID. I can't actually point out how difficult it is to, to speak right now. Like, I do feel like this is the most I've spoken in days. So... So I feel like I'm I'm like tired a bit and I could cough, you know, I feel like I could cough, but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to avoid it. Um but at the same time I can't just keep warbling on talking SH1T any longer. So yeah, if you guys want, you know, please rate and review the podcast. If you haven't already, please do it on Spotify if that's where you listen. On Apple Podcasts, if you listen, I'll read out whatever reviews I can see. So, yeah, please do. I just was checking on iTunes to see if there's any more reviews. Knows the answer. So, if you want your review read out, please do that. I shall get to it. Now, listen to these questions. You guys, you have come through for me because, you know, I, 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 I blew the beans on the extra podcast this week. And I feel like I don't want to repeat myself. And I don't want to bore people. So, you know, I didn't have a while lot to talk about because I've just been stuck in house isolating. Oh, before I go into listeners' questions, series two of Top Boy. Wow. Top Boy is my favorite TV show. I just want to point that out there. Everyone asks, what's your favorite TV show? And it's Top, it's top Boy for me. Top Boy, Summer House, 10 out of 10. And the new series, 10 out of 10. Series two, 10 out of 10. What a show. I It's one of those shows, like, I always like a show that I get uncomfortable, like nervous watching. And I like, I, I'm totally, like I'm stressed out watching Top Boy. I'm like, Jesus, no, no, don't do that. You know, and it gets me all anxious. Dexter was the same. 
I got anxious when I watched Dexter. I got anxious when I watched Top Boy. Got a bit anxious when I watched Breaking Bad, which I liked. I also enjoyed Game of Thrones, let's not lie. But that's just for the dailies. So, you know, Top Boy is, is number one. It's numero uno for me, and I just love that shit. So I would recommend just, if you haven't already watched Top Boy, start at Summer House, and you'll, you'll not regret it. And then talk to me about it. I'm there to talk about Top Boy, for sure. But anyway, listeners' questions. Francis Bannon has said, can we hear some more about the time you worked in the gym and the WWE wrestlers came in to use it? Well, you know what? That whole story all kind of came to pass in one day because, well, I say one day, there's a couple of days I saw them, but the first time you see WWE wrestlers in your gym is very exciting. Now, what had happened was I, I was working as a gym, in the gym as a trainer and my sister worked in the gym as something else, somewhere else. I don't know whether, like, she works for a big gym now as, like, a an area accountant or something, but I don't know if she worked in the gym. I don't know what it was, but she was in another department. Let me just say, yeah, probably, I think it was accountant. You know, I do think she's always been an accountant. Um, she rang me randomly and was like, you need to go to the gym today. And I thought she was just like, you'll call me fat. She's like, listen, you need to go to the gym. I was like, I've already been. And she goes, you need to go again. And I was like, okay, you need to stop being so offensive. And she's like, no, just trust me. And she was like, if you don't go to the gym now, you'll regret it for the rest of your life. And I was like, I can go, I can have been, I can go. I'm not that much of a desperate state that if I don't go now, I'll regret it for the rest of my life. But no, she said, just go, trust me. And it has to be immediately. And I was like, right, okay. So I just took her word at it. No, she could have just said the World Wrestling Entertainment roster is in the gym and that would have made me go. But I just, she just said, just, just do it. And I went and then that's a dog's tail hitting off the, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? So yeah, I went in and opened the door and the first person I saw was Chavo Guerrero. The nephew of Eddie Guerrero. I was like, oh, fuck Chavo Guerrero. Then the next wrestler I saw was Hornswoggle, who is a little person who, again, was portraying a leprechaun because that's what WWE do. They just do whatever they want. And he was portraying a leprechaun called Hornswoggle. Initially, for those of you that don't follow wrestling, his initial character before he got named Hornswoggle was the little bastard, which I enjoyed a lot. You know, it's just that damn little bastard on the ring. It was very funny. But yeah, they obviously had to give him a name because it's not appropriate just to call him the little bastard. So he was there and I was like, oh, wow, this is great. Then I saw Seamus and he was a big boy, very big unit. Then I saw the the big boys, the guys that people get excited about, John Cena and Batista. And I was like, John Cena and Batista, a lot of fun. Now, John Cena was just wearing what you would imagine John Cena to wear in a gym jean shorts and a fluorescent yellow t-shirt no he was just wearing like gym gear white t-shirt short shorts and bizarrely he was on the mat like stretching hornswoggle which was a bizarre sight to see you know just seeing john cena just down there just doing leg stretches on this little person but it was uh, it was it was a surreal moment and then of course you gotta you gotta shoot your shot with some of these guys and you know i was doing some shoulder shrugs because i'd already done a workout already that day of course I did. and seamus the 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 first ever Irish WWE champion asked if he could work in with me and that was an honour. I said, like, yeah, of course you can. He worked in, did a couple of shrugs there too. That was nice. And then I sort of went to the corner 
where Batista was working on his own. And I was like, can I have your autograph? And he signed it. And he was an intimidating big boy. Like, he is a huge, huge man. And I, like, when I say huge, I mean, like, the, the, the obviously wrestling amp up people's sizes because they're, like, bigger bigger than life superhero guys. And he was legitimately about six foot four or five. Big boy, low body fat. Also wearing a pair of sweats, like grey sweats and a skin tight wife beater. And when I say skin tight, <coughs> I mean, it looked like it was painted on him. It was that tight. And he had a pink nose ring in and he was wearing thong flip-flops. So it was a very, you know, unique style he had, but still with that size, very, very large, very impressive um, physique and a scary big dude, you know, like he was definitely, he, you know, when you say people have an air about them, Batista had an air about him, you know, he was a big, you know, dominating guy and, you know, I I, loved, I enjoyed seeing him, I must admit, it was a pretty cool day for me, I would have been sort of early 20s at the time, so I was pretty buzzing. Um, Matthew Jackson has, I nearly went, hee hee, but I mean, it's absolutely not the same name as Michael Jackson. Any fringe shows in Edinburgh this year? I'm going to say no, because there are, there's no plans to. Um, I, I just couldn't go for the whole month, you know, to leave the family for a month, unless I was like earning decent dough. Like if that's, unless I'm coming back with decent money to be like, yeah, don't worry about it. I can't do it. You know, I can't. So be no Edinburgh for me. Maybe I'll come over and do like showcases or something, but at the minute, nothing for the fringe. Uh, maybe something in Edinburgh though at some point. Owen Kelly has said, who is the personification of old man COVID? <coughs> for me, a wise Pierce Morgan. Um, you know, I don't really, Pierce Morgan's just an annoying guy with a droopy face, isn't he? Like, I feel like he just, if you go out of your way to constantly try and annoy people, you just need to stop. And I feel Pierce does that, you know, too much. Like, as an Arsenal fan, I don't like, he just keeps moaning about the fact that Arsenal sold Aubameyang. He doesn't worry about the fact that Arsenal are doing better than they've done in years. Nah, he doesn't worry about that. He's complaining so he sold a guy who's his friend, you know, which to be fair, you know, I was gutted when Aubameyang left. Great player. And I thought he had so much more to give. But, you know, if it's not good for the team, you just got to deal with these things. Sorry about that. I've got COVID-19, guys. Um, Johnny Bo said, if you could punch anyone in history, who would be your top three? Ooh. I mean... He also sent me a message there and mentioned somebody's name who would be in that, Johnny, but I'll not mention that on the podcast. Um, who have I really disliked? I mean, it's hard hard to actually, you know, there's nobody that I have really hated with the passion. I mean, there's... there's there are people I dislike, you know, but um, hard to say because I don't like punching people because I'm a big guy. You know what I mean? Um, you get pick obvious ones like Hitler, you know, but again, I said this once before. I think Hitler, you know, he, he, he doesn't get a bad rap. OK, he doesn't. But I think he gets all the rap. You know, there are dudes around him like 
Like I said this about Boris Johnson, like he always takes the like Dominic Cummings and Matt Hancock, they're all gross guys. So I'm sure Hitler are gross guys too. So you know what? It's Matt Goebbels. I go out of left field, I pump Google someone. Um Googles. Googles. I just I pump Google. I I would punch Joseph Goebbels um just for being Hitler's side bitch. Um at the minute I would I would I would smack Putin. You know, I think Putin needs a digging. I'd smack him with a flipping axe. You know, that guy's freaking wrecking the world. I'd give him a biff. And you know what? I'm going to, I'm just going to say it. I'd give Paddy Pimblet a biff just at the minute because I reckon A, he could take it. And B, he's just, he's still a bit of an annoying guy at times, isn't he? Like, they haven't. It's a bit annoying. Yeah, give him a biff just currently because I just see him everywhere. Just, an annoying guy but listen I like him as a fighter um, but it's just, yeah he's everywhere um, Dave Shields has said hope you're feeling better soon Lord Elliot thank you Dave um, what is your ideal isolation setup chilled vibes or pull the plugs of yourself see to be honest just resting you know chilled vibes all the way with the dog as I'm sure you can hear him I'm in here he's, he's brought me a toy and he's and he's just sitting looking at me wanting me to throw it what's in your mouth you you have no respect. This is Daddy's work, man. Go away. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely chilled vibes because I d- I actually am not capable of doing the latter at the minute. I'm not busted. That I just yeah, you know, pull the wire myself might deplete me of any energy that I have. So you know, I'm not um gonna do that. Jay Red has said, I work in sales. If you had a sales role, what would you sell? And why? Well, I follow my father's footsteps, I think, and, and sell Avon. You know, that's always been a been a proud moment for me. Uh, yeah, I would definitely do that. Um, AC said, what did you think of Kevin Hart? Also, you seemed really angry that night. What? Did I? Um, maybe on my face was just reflected the fact that I maybe had COVID at that point and didn't know about it. Um, no, I didn't seem angry. You know what? I was a bit nervous on the night because you wanted to go well. You know, you want it to go well for your friends and you don't want other people to be idiots. And I definitely felt certain folk were being a little bit idiotic on occasion, you know, at it. Like, there was a strict no-phones policy and yet, you know, some people were taking videos. I was like, guys, don't do that. You know, let's not wreck it for everyone else here. So, you know, maybe I was just a bit on edge about that because I had to tell a few people off, like an old dad guy, put your phone away, put your phone away. Fuck's sake, listen to what they're saying. Um... Patrick Quinn has said any plans for more Belfast Blues type sketches possibly a posher banger boy series showing the daily grind of affluent local celebs about the town you know what um, I wasn't in Belfast Blues um, I, did, I just don't feel it was something that was to my sensibility you know I didn't actually want to be in I, just, I you know I just didn't get it and I mean that was the sole reason behind that and in terms of the banger thing I think you know, Mike McGoldrick has very much covered that whole affluent celeb about town thing with the Hollywood angle. And, you know, then, of course, that was copied by Paddy Ross Nigel character. So, you know, I think to do another tough affluent character might be, you know, a bit of overkill. And again, for me personally, I feel like I'm a bit old to be doing sketch characters. Like I'm 35 now. I want to be like, you know, if I'm doing characters, I like to write them for like sitcoms or for other things. I prefer writing characters than being characters, if that makes sense. And that's my dog, just getting excited. Finny. Finny. I'm, I'm doing a podcast here, mate. Can you chill out? 
I know we've not been for a walk today and you're gutted. I know. We'll, we'll go out in the garden and we'll play in a wee minute. And he'll give you some chicken skin as well. Just chill out. I'll just choke them out here. There you go. Uh, Neil Sedgwick has said... Just wanted to say I was at the Strand Arts Centre with a mate of mine a couple of weeks back and it was the first proper night out in about two years. We had a great time and just wanted to pass on our cheers to you and the boys for giving us such a great night, Neil. Listen, you're very welcome. Thank you very much for coming. The The live podcast the live podcast was a, bit of the, a bit of a punt in the dark for us. You know, we didn't really know how it would pan out. But the Strand... Oh, Vinny bangs head off the hard table. Um, Vinny, I don't know, but the Strand Cinema reached out... Right, you're going to have to piss off, you're distracting me. The Strand Art Centre reached out to us and we're like, listen, do you want to put this on? I wasn't sure how it would sell because we did a, bo- a boy town in there and there was about seven people at it. So, you know, I was totally overwhelmed the amount of people that turned out. It was a great night. The Strand were amazing. I would de- I'll definitely be back there. And yeah, I really appreciate you reaching out to say Neil so thank you and I'm glad you had a good night and hopefully we shall see you again at future live podcasts Jenna Hood has said hola Papa Bear hope old man COVID isn't hitting you too hard what were your favourite kids TV shows back in the day and have you rewatched any of them with your daughters keep up the great work with a pod thank you very much um, my favourite shows growing up I don't know probably what did I like? I like uh, not Goosebumps, the one where they were like, and now I submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. What was it called? It was. Just, it always scared me. I liked it. Um, I don't even know what it's called. Um, what else did I like? I wasn't a big Simpsons fan. I liked like I liked Ren and Stimpy. I remember liking that. I watched wrestling when I was a kid as well. Um. What do the girls watch at the minute? And like a lot of the shows they watch are kind of Finny, fuck's sake, go. Like, see this dog, I'm sorry, but he's just covered in fucking slabber. And he's gross and he's just covering me in slabber. And I've got, Finny, I've got COVID. I don't need covered in slabber as well, man. What are you doing? But yeah, the girls watch a lot of it. Like, Holly watches a thing called Vampirino, Vampirina at the minute on Disney, which seems pretty cool. All kids shows now do your head and they're all melters. Kids and the people in the kids shows. So she watches that. Hey Dougie. She watches Paw Patrol. She watches Mr. Bean. There you go, Mr. Bean. That's what I enjoy. And she watches the animated version of Mr. Bean. So that's kind of like what I watched as a kid. And she really loves Mr. Bean as well. Naomi Mitchell said, I just want to know how and why. And this could be anything with Naomi. So let's bear in mind... It could be vulgar. Oh, wow. Um, woman's UTI, which is, I believe, urinary tract infection, turned out to be a glass tumbler lodged for the last four years. Whoa. After experiencing all the symptoms related to UTI, a 45-year-old woman from Tunisia discovered a glass tumbler in her bladder that was stuck there for four years after she had inserted it for sexual purposes. Right, okay. The x-ray revealed that there was a rectangular form inside her bladder encased by large bladder stone uh, measuring a length of 8 centimetres. It is said that the bladder stones are formed and urine is not completely emptied from the bladder. In some cases, it may happen as a result of foreign objects being wedged inside the body. So what I'm saying to you guys is if you don't want to get bladder stones, don't put things in your pee-pee hole-hole, okay? Don't put tic-tacs down your penis and don't put 
glass tumblers in your VJJ, okay? Um, it said that the woman was using a tumbler as a sex toy in her early 40s, which she had then inserted into her urethra. Doctors have warned against this practice. Yeah, no shit. I mean, for sure, just, like, this is what I, like, I just want to take this moment to say to people, guys, please use sex toys as sex toys. Don't be using other, don't be, certainly don't be using a glass object as a sex toy. You know, don't be at that because it can get wedged in your your, your urethra and cause trouble. Hold on, here's the Amazon man back in a sec. The joys of recording from home. Now you're probably going, you know, I'm, you know, use sex toys as sex toys and probably thinking, am I, have I bought a sex toy? No. What I've bought. Are we, are we, are we unboxing video for you? Even though it's not a video, you know, it's just audio. So it's, it, it's vitamins. I've got myself more zinc tablets to help me try and recover from COVID. Because you know what? I'm sick of it. There we go. Got my, got my zinc tablets. Happy days. There you go. Cheers for not barking, mate. So yeah, guys, use sex toys as sex toys. It's what they're designed for. Don't put foreign objects into your bodies. But this looks very gross and sore and painful. Good luck to the woman. Hopefully she hopefully she recovers well. And the last question of the day is from Robin McElveen. And Robin has said, what is your Tesco meal deal? Ooh, ooh, yeah. I can't even do a Macho Man voice anymore because I'm that sick. Um, my Tesco meal deal is... you got to go for a sandwich. And Tesco's like, I'm not... No, this is not slander. I don't want to be sly to Tesco's because I appreciate it. But um, their, their, their sandwich, sandwiches aren't great. So I would go for probably some kind of like, you know, BLT job. Because you can never go wrong with BLT. I think that's a safe bet. Go BLT. I mean, you got to go for the potato, cheese and onion. Again, you can't go wrong for that. Big shout out to everyone that brought me potato, cheese and onion chocolate to try. I just want to say wasn't very nice. The, the idea, honestly, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. So kind. But the actual product, not sweet. It To me, it tasted like I'm just eating a chocolate bar after I've had a packet of potato, cheese and onion crisps. And that wasn't sweet. But um, yeah, potato cheese and onion crisps. And then the drink is, pro- you know, boring. Go for water. But if we're go- going all out in the meal deal, you got to take the Lucasade. Now, a lot of people say go for an innocent smoothie because that's like two quid or something. And you get more bang for your buck. But for me, you know, it's going to be that. Guys, listen, thank you very much for your questions. You know, just to carry on um, being like, just the, the wildness of this episode, you know, the, the home episode, the, the the chaos that is living at home with a, with a big dog. And they, maybe that's why I should rename my podcast, At Home With The Big Dog, um, and just have me at home with the dog. But as you can say, see, these are my these are my sink tablets. Apparently sink is good for you. You know, I take sink tablets, I take vitamin D, and I take vitamin C tablets as well. So apparently that's good to help you fight COVID. So they say, now, I've only just got COVID this week, haven't avoided it for like the last year. So, and, and in fact, three years, because COVID-19 is 2022 now, get over yourself, all right? So 
What I'm going to do now is take a zinc tablet, sugar, uh, sugar, salt, and starch free. That's what you want. You don't want extra salt in your body, you know. So I'll just get my zinc tablet on board while still in the pocket. Ah, why? What a way to end the podcast. Oh no, I've dropped it and the dog's going to eat it. Fuck's sake. So now I'm going to have lunch. I'm going to have a chicken salad. Get lots of vegetables on board. Lots of chicken on board. Going to feed the dog some chicken skin because I'm a nice guy. Then I'm going to go out in the garden with him and I'm just going to pull a rope between his teeth and my hand. And that's how I'm going to spend the rest of my isolated day. Guys, wish me well, because I feel shite. Um, hopefully I'll clear this and we'll be back to normal on Monday. And by the way, I'm very excited about the next podcast because I may have said this before, but we've got a camera. The boys, myself and Ben, we've got a camera and we are ready to go. You know, we will all be on the same color scheme, on the same gradient. We'll look, everything will be uniform going forward. And we've secured the new studio space from august so listen guys we're onward we're upward covid can't keep me down hopefully i'll not die of it let's pray pray for me and guys i love you i'll see you next week take care and thank you for putting up with this audio only episode bye i'm the slack guy